So the torment continues. Um, it had gotten so bad. Um, I tried to stay calm, but it was a hard thing to do. Um, I didn't know what was real, what was not real. I tried counseling. Um, and at this point, I just couldn't do it anymore. So I told my husband, um, if I can go to a psych ward. And so me, his mom, my mom, and him, we all went to the other side of Houston, Texas, and um, we were going to check me into a psych ward. And when I got there, it was like people were talking to themselves. They were running out. They were medicated. Um, they were laughing to themselves. Um, there was one that tried to escape because he didn't want to take his medicine. And so I thought, oh, no, this is not a place for me. So um, my family decided that they were going to help me, um, like, take turns helping me, you know, with the kids, you know, because my husband had to work. And so they were going to help with the kids and help with me, my, with my medication. They had put me on Zoloft. Um, I was going to uh, a tech Santa center um, here in my town. And, you know, supposedly... Um, the center said if I took the medication within six months, you know, people usually get better and the medication really didn't work for me. It made me worse. Um, there was a time where I was outside and there was a spider on me and I hurried up and hit it off me and I can taste like the, well, what I thought was poison in my mouth. I actually could taste something in my mouth, even though it wasn't real. That's how bad my mind played tricks on me. Um, it, I think what made it worse for me is that instead of running towards God, I ran away from him and I just panicked. I didn't fight. I didn't get my scriptures out. I didn't pray. I didn't, um, fast. I didn't do any of what I know to do. I just rolled over and cried. And I guess because it hit me hard and it was so strong and I had no friends. I had really no family. My husband was always working and I was young. I had two kids. It was, it was tough. Um, but one thing I would say, um, is pray read your Bible, get in your word, fight, because that's something I didn't do. And uh, the fear rooted in me. And once something's rooted in, it's very hard to get out. So we end up moving with my aunt. Um, I was on Zola for a little while, and then they switched my medication to volume. Um, volume did not work out for me. Um it gave me the scariest dreams, um, nightmares. 
actually. Um, I had like demons trying to attack me in my sleep. I would always sleep with my Bible. Um, now I will say this. I know a couple of friends of mine that have had like anxiety or, you know, whatever the case may be. And they do take, um, medication and it does work for them. I mean, everyone is different. Medication did not work for me. Um, we stayed with my aunt. Um, the fear started turning into anger and my anger was mainly toward my husband. Um, I put him through so much. He is an amazing husband. And even though I, at that time, I was like, you know, I want you to believe me. And why don't you believe me? And, you know, I know you want this to happen to me. And I was just so ugly with him. And, you know, he tried to do the best he could. Um, it was a hard situation for us all. We were all lost. And, you know, he's more strong. He's more stronger than me. And, you know, he would be like, you know, like, um, just ignore it or, you know, just fight through it. And, you know, I, I really started to not want to be a burden on people. So I would try to figure out a way to not let it get to me, but they would be so strong. You know, I was at Texana, I was at the emergency room, I was at doctor's office and it was kind of hard. It was really hard. So I guess all that fear started turning into anger and frustration. Um, and it was, it was still so confusing. And I go ahead and um, try to like, you know, stay to myself. And but they would be so strong. I would you know, be crying and screaming, like, help me, help me. Like something's going on with me. Like one day, um, we're in the living room and I kind of like feel like my brain, my head is splitting open. And I'm like, like Freddie, my, my head is splitting open. And he's like, there is no way. And I'm like, yes, I wasn't in any actual pain, but I can feel my head like just like, tearing apart it sounds crazy I believed it back then and now I'm just like why <laughs> but I did go to the emergency room and you know they checked on my head they did x-rays they did all kinds of x-rays or cat scans or whatever and there was absolutely nothing wrong they would have to do blood work they would get so frustrated with me at the emergency room I remember one time um I went in and when I would go in, I wouldn't go in and sit down and wait. I would go in screaming with no shoes on. Help me. Help me. I'm dying. So they would immediately take me to the back. And one day, you know, they had to put on these gowns and stuff. So I, they told me, the nurse tells me, get undressed. You know, um, the doctor would be in in a minute, blah, blah, blah. So I am doing just that. And the doctor comes in, looks me straight in the face. And he's like, no, I'm not seeing you. And he looks at the nurse. He says, have her put her clothes back on. I'm not seeing her. I already knew why. And I just start crying and the nurse feels so bad for me. And he said, you know, that's enough. Like, you know, she was like, he didn't have to be that rude. And like, I, I felt horrible. I felt horrible. And, you know, um, it was, it was that bad. It was that bad. So, um, 
I'm just, you know, we're moving from place to place to place to place. You know, next we move to my grandparents. But before that, you know, um, I seek out a counselor and I go to her office. And while I'm talking to her, like, it feels like I'm not actually there. Like, I'm not even living. Like, I'm just staring into space like, am I alive? Like, the whole time she's talking, I'm not even listening because I'm just like, in my body, I feel like I'm not there. And it was the craziest moment ever. Excuse my dog. He barks a lot. He ruins my videos. I mean, my podcast. Um, so um, I ended up going to the counselor. And the crazy thing about it is I felt like I actually was not there at all. I could not pay attention to her. You know, I hardly ever got out the house. But I felt like the whole time I was sitting there, like I felt like I was floating away. I felt like, am I here? Am I not here? And no, I was not on medication. I just felt like unreal. Like I'm not here. She's not talking to me. I'm not living. I'm not existing. It was like so crazy. And so, um, I went to her for one day and that was it. Um, I ended up getting, uh, reaching out to an old, um, church, um, pastor from, you know, my youth days. And, um, the first thing she said was, I will not counsel you, um, if you're living with a man and you're not married, which I was living with my husband and we were not, well, my boyfriend and we were not married. So, um, I'm thinking, you know, even though I love my husband and my husband loved me, we never really thought about marriage. So I'm thinking like, we got to get married fast because I need to get into counseling. So within that week, we got married. We had a wedding. We had a wedding at a church. We had, um, you know, I had a bridal shower and the whole time I'm just like there, like I'm there. And actually my bridal shower pictures when I, I have them actually, and I look like a skeleton. Like I look bad, like my neck is sunken, my arms are sunk, my, 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 my arms are real skinny. Um, it's bad. It's, I look really bad. Um, so, um, we get married and she starts to counsel me and it starts to help out. I start attending their church and, you know, things start to get better. I start reading my Bible, um, we move in with my grandparents and, you know, um, things just start to, you know, get a little better from there. Um, my husband did get a better job. He got a job at an oil company, so he had to work longer hours. So, um, we end up getting our own place finally. And, you know, so... Once we got our own place, um, he worked a lot. I still had just the two girls. So I sat him down and I said, look, you know, the girls keep me very busy. I had them on a schedule. You know, I did things with them during the day. You know, I was start. I felt like I was starting to get myself back. You know, even though I still felt um, this way every day, um, but it wasn't as bad as, you know, months prior. Um I thought, well, let's have another baby. 
So I call my doctor and he says, well, I don't think it's a good idea because, you know, the anxiety can come back worse. And I'm like, no, I need another baby. I need to have another baby. You know, my kids keep me going. You know, um, I'm a good mother. I'm able to take care of my children, you know, because I started to get, you know, myself better. Well, I started to get better. Um, you know, um, I was going to church. Um, I started to help in the nursery, um, at church and I'm like, okay, things are, things are, things are getting better. Um, so I ended up getting pregnant with my third daughter and I don't know, like I would go to the doctor and he would say, fill out this form so I'd fill it out and he would say you're depressed and I'm like no I'm not depressed I'm happy I'm actually happy and he's like but all these things that you checked they're signs of depression and I'm like how could that be I said the only thing that bothers me is I still deal with um fear and with anxiety and stuff and he's like no you have anxiety you have fear you have this you have that and so I just um, got discouraged. And so we end up having our third daughter. And things were okay. 